Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I've never gone to confession before. I'm not very religious. I'm very spiritual, though. I am. What I lack in religion, I make up for in incredible amounts of spirituality. Anyway, I'm here just to see, you know, what this is like, mainly so I can joke about it uh, on my podcast, Cashing In. Um, I can't really think of many sins, uh, uh, really. I'm not, I don't know what to confess. I mean, well, my guests keep canceling on me. That's really mainly why I'm here. I kind of thought I might just tape this conversation just to let our listeners know what it's like to be in confession. Um, I guess, I guess I do have one sin I have to admit to. Um, I have a guest often on my show, TJ Miller, who is, Really funny, and often I act like other guests have canceled just so I can have him on the show. Um, I like having him on the show that much, despite the fact that he pretty much makes fun of uh, every time I mess up a word or a phrase. He pretty much just uh, kind of pounds away at me. But I figure, and this is one thing I want to discuss with you, I figure he'll burn in hell for that. Uh, so maybe we can discuss that. But for the most part, I love having him on the show, and it's it's probably good for my humility to have someone rip on me like he does. But I really love doing the show and really have nothing to confess sin-wise. Um, but, you know, I did feel bad about the guest thing. In any event, um, isn't this where you talk or how does this work? How does this? I want to return to the pounding you. You said that he is always pounding you. Yeah. Is that a reference to the ultimate sin, a cardinal sin? Of having sex with other men? Homosexual relations? No, no, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Just since I, mis- I mispronounce words a it's lot. It's a cardinal sin, because cardinals do it all the time. Okay, well, this isn't what I expected. Gosh, it's TJ. What? <laughs> what? Who the? What the? What? Where the? Shh, quiet. What the? Don't be loud. What, what are you doing? 
I went into the confession box, but I went into the wrong side. And then I was I started doing confession, but somebody else walked in. I, I've been in here for like eight hours. I'm hearing are the greatest serious? stuff. Are you serious? I'm hearing the greatest stuff. I listen, I had a Mountain Dew bottle. I've urinated in it. I haven't left the box. <laughs> you can hang and dangle outside the confession box. Yeah, I will listen, I've been hanging and dangling inside. You know what I mean? Oh man, you, I've heard the craziest things. Do girls this girl come came in, in too? yeah, she Sticky she Zipper? Said, she, she said she Do you was, have a sticky zipper? She was sticky zipping up other women. Ooh, that's yeah. I didn't try and put that. that together. I thought women were primarily button flies. Yeah, well or fooper glue. Ooh, I love fooper glue. Listen, Cash, the other stuff happened. This guy came in, he said that he had an overeating problem and it was gluttony. Yeah. And I said well, what kind of food are you overeating? And he said, hot wings. And I said, that's not a sin. God made hot wings and God wants you to eat them. Now go get a bunch and bring them back to me. And he did. Are you serious? That's how I didn't leave for eight hours. He slipped me hot wings through the little holes in the confession I box did, screen. Did, it did smell a bit tangy in here. It is. I had him get tangy, tangy BBQ. Tangy I had him one. get tangy Parmesan garlic. And I, I, got a, I had him get tangy jerk chicken. He brought me about 150 hot wings. And I had him get tangy tang flavor. That seems it's sort of a spicier tang. A tang Remember yeah. that old that that old drink? <laughs> you really are wired. Oh man, yeah, yeah. One person came in and said, "I'm doing cocaine. You know, I can't stop doing cocaine. I've been lying to my family about it to my wife." And I said, "Buddy, you got to give the cocaine to me. I know you have it on you now." And he said, "It is true. God is great. You can tell." And he passed me over the cocaine. Well, I went for it. <laughs> I brought a candle to try and you know light a prayer candle. I just been snorting coke off of it. It's very hard. It's, you know it spills off. The house of the Lord. You know, the candle is circular. It's a cylinder. <laughs> The house of the Lord just got a little bit more racy. Yeah, you better believe it. Now, wait, are, did you say that you're recording this? Yeah. Well, well you want to do you want to do the pod? No, absolutely not. Oh, just because you're you enjoying see it that, so much. That woman We're, with the hot bod that was behind you in the line. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. You her want, name's Trisha. She was here earlier, and I told her to tell me about her steamiest sexual desires. <laughs> and then once she was done, I said, "Come back in about twenty minutes." I feel like you're sort of. A- you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I, under- I completely understand what All you're right. saying. All right, <laughs> it was dangling, but it wasn't hanging. <laughs> All right, uh, it was occupied. <laughs> and I ain't talking about Wall Street. Uh, how? But ninety nine percent of the ejaculate came out, and one percent retained the wealth. Does th- that make sense? I think I. I think you were completely elongated. Is that what you're saying? I was beyond elongated. <laughs> I was truncated. Ah, uh, wow. This is, uh, this is, your honey stick has been in play for eight hours, it sounds like. Uh, I mean, I, I know that it's a sin to whipple your donger. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wasn't happy with the word donger, but I was happy with the word whipple. I'm going to give it another crack. <laughs> I've been whippling my windmill. You feel that that worked better for you? I know. That, I'm going to give it phrase? one more crack. Third time's the charm, <laughs> okay. but this could also be strike yeah. three. Okay, okay. I know that it's a sin to be in a confession box yeah. whippling your weeping willow. Mm, I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, as this dick's crying <laughs> and the tears are white. But uh, I, listen, I, now I'm serious. I know it's a that's sneezing a sin, penis. But I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Well, I think God is, is a awesome. forgiving God. I hope so. I, there, I actually, if you look up, in, in the confession box, not on your side, but on my yeah. side, if you look up written on the top in red marker, it says, don't worry about it. The Pope can always move you hmm. mm-hmm. to a new church. Yeah. Did, now, where do you think the real, uh, the, the real priest or, or 
Where, where do you think he is? What, why do you think he disappeared for eight hours? Oh, he tried to come in at one point, and I said, I'll give you a blowy around the corner and 300 bucks if you let me stay in here. And he said, make it 200 and you got a deal. I didn't know what the hell he meant. I mean, he, uh, I he, just took, think, he took a cut on the money. Yeah, I think we just why lost Why would it. a person do that? I think we just lost it. any chance of sponsorship right there. That By the, the Catholic mo- Church? That was the moment, yeah. Well, look, I, they weren't knocking on our door. Especially if the it whippling, was- the whippling, the weeping yeah. willow, that yeah. didn't help. Yeah, the whippling of the weeping willow. I think Subway willow. pulled out on that They one. weren't yeah. exactly putting any donations in our box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, buddy, listen, you know what? We Sperm usually donations. Do when we start the show. Box is a metaphor for vagina. Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Uh Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question number three, 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 three. three. Uh, are you excited or bummed out when you hear someone say, "You can stay in our treehouse"? Do they say it like that? Yeah, just like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a house guest, and they're excited. They, they're going to give you the treehouse. Oh, I see. Uh, you know, I'm going to dedicate this answer to Fred Willard. Okay. For no other reason than I enjoy his comedy, and I think he's a consummate actor, performer, and gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the answer for me is, you know, no. Not excited at all about them relegating Because if you've got a treehouse, you've got a guest room. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot of people that live in studios or one bedrooms, and they're like, you know, out back there's a treehouse. I have to assume that this person... Is that's so excited about the treehouse that they're willing to go falsetto to tell you about it? That they're really excited. It's a really souped-up treehouse, and it's really awesome up there. But you know, so I'm going to go for it. I want to be in that treehouse. Would you ever be anxious in the treehouse, sleeping that it would fall down? No, no. I, I, I like being up in trees. In fact, I'll be honest with you. I think. No, listen. I think the minute you stop climbing trees, who, said, who says that? I listen. Hey, I like being. Up I like in trees. being up in trees. I think the minute you stop that's climbing trees, that's the monkey trees, in me. You've. I think you've gotten old when you stop climbing trees. When was the last time you climbed a tree? You know, I climbed a tree earlier on, I think this afternoon. <laughs> you would have remembered that. Well, I, I don't know if it was before noon or afternoon. The seven branches count? That's what you're, you're like, yeah, 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 I don't know. True. I sort of did it earlier I, Well, today. I was going to say, I don't know if it's a tree. You have to go all the way to the top. Does it count if it's a bonsai tree? Because I did <laughs> climb a bonsai tree, and by that I mean I stepped on one. <laughs> Guys, let's get it in the books. Do really tiny people climb bonsai trees? Just the smallest. That's kind of an offensive thing. Just you the know? tiniest tops? You should say, hey. It'd be a horrible Hey, down. you go up to a little person, you go, hey, buddy, you want to climb a tree with me? I got bonsais with me. I got a bonsai in my trunk. Yeah, that's brutal. I'm It'd a bonsai really, fellow. It'd be really mean to say that, but luckily we didn't. We just speculated on other people saying that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think when you stop climbing trees... What do you think about tree climbing a tree as a date? Like, you know, you take her on a date, you say, we're going to climb a tree. Do you think she'd be – do you think that would be a good, you know, possible date thing? I don't think no? so. You don't I mean, think she'd like that? Here's why. I, I imagine most girls – excuse me. Is, maybe this is racist. I mean, how many grumpy people are climbing trees? Well, I, I just imagine there are a lot of girls that are going to say, like, I don't want to climb a tree. I think it's a good thing to – Bring up when there's a lull in the conversation. It's during the day. It's always a good thing to bring to ask. Mm-hmm. You know, I never, re- I never imagined this, and maybe this is racist to say, but I was talking to a young woman. I'm going to assume it is. Just yeah. have, I haven't heard it yet, but well, this is about as racist as it comes. And uh, you know, I, I was talking to this woman, and I said, "I'm going to go out on a limb here and ask you if you want to climb a tree," <laughs> and. You know, she said no. 
She said, no, no, thank you. And I said, hey, then why don't you make like the thing that I just asked you to climb with me and leave? (laughs) And she didn't get any of that. I had to, I spent about five minutes explaining it and saying, you know, and then she said, well, trees don't leave. They have leaves. And I just said, you know, look, lady, I'll use a noun as a verb or an adjective as a preposition. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of this park. <laughs> you were in a park at the time, so you got her close to the tree. Well, I think you weren't able to close the deal. You weren't able to close the deal. It's it's more of a question that you want to ask when you're in a park. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people. It's weird to be. A lot like, of people consider closing the deal like having some kind of sexual experience with a girl. But for me, it's getting to at least seven branches. Well, up but to the top of the tree. and I think it's weirder, and it is interesting because now it's come out. That you only consider climbing a tree seven or more branches. You brought that up twice. The first time I thought it was arbitrary. The second time it feels clear. Yeah. You, if somebody comes back, and they go, "I got up four uh, branches when I was climbing this tree." Yeah. You go, "You mean you got up four branches when you were slowly rubbing up against the bottom of the tree?" Yeah. And I, I don't see that as uh, maybe that's why I got in trouble. When I was a kid, there was a, a fellow down the street, uh, Donnie. Who climbed a tree? Last uh, name Brooke. He was about two years younger than me. He mm. climbed a tree and fell out, broke his arm. And I was there at the time. I did see it happen. I was on my bicycle on the bottom of the, uh, just kind of watching. Mm. And both families blamed me, uh, my family and his. And I'm like, I'm not your the one family with the also. Everyone blamed me. Everyone assumed, and they never let the two families never <laughs> talked again. And neither family, uh, they were angry with me. Years later, I was blamed for Donnie's broken arm. Donnie, Donnie Brooks arm. And now I'm thinking about Donnie it. Brooks arm. And maybe I did, you know, encourage him to go more than seven branches. Now that I think about it, <laughs> I can't believe you didn't use the age-old defense. Just like I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy, which is he broke his arm masturbating <laughs> in that tree. It had nothing to do with the fall. Well, yeah. so you were kind of egging him on. Uh, I don't think I was actually. In fairness, I I, I, I defended myself at the time. I'm going to keep keep to that. I I, don't, I have no idea why everyone blamed me. I, I remember just watching him going, "Hey, dude, you're pretty high up there," and then he just fell. When I was in school, well, I think you did. You might have said it like this. Was I supposed like to catch this. him? Maybe they were. Maybe they were upset I didn't catch I him. I think you might have said it like this. Hey, dude, you're pretty high up there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Because if you said it like that, then it would have been egging him on. Have you ever uh, had sex in a treehouse? Have you ever experienced that? No, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, my sort of uh, betrothed wife mm-hmm. of over six months mm-hmm. uh, just bought me a. Uh, I mean, you you know you haven't met her, but her, her name is Pibitha. Yeah, and uh, she just gave me a treehouse book, a book of all the greatest treehouses in the world. So I'm huh. getting more into treehouses. Yeah. That being said, no, I've never had sex in a treehouse. I have had sex in a bush. <laughs> End of story. Yeah, that's it. Period. Yeah, I've never had sex in a treehouse. I I sometimes fantasize about treehouses while I'm making love to beautiful women, but that's sort of a fetish which I never thought I'd even reveal. But hey, it's a confessional. Let's move it along to where were you? <laughs> Not in my house, but it's definitely changing in most places. No, yeah, you uh, tend to stay my, away my from job, your son. My job is to uh, protect my family. I take that very seriously. And so this was the second story I wanted to tell. We had our locks changed at our house. So the locksmith comes by and he changes the locks. Uh, 
uh, on the front door and he's doing those things. And I see him and I'm walking by the bathroom and I saw he's, uh, our locksmith, who I just met that day, uh, drink. He took the scope bottle in the bathroom and I saw him drink from the scope bottle, put his lips around the scope bottle. Which did I like he to spit call it the, out, or did he drink it? He he drank it. I think he, I didn't stick around to see if he spit it out, for because from for all intents and purposes, that scope bottle was no longer going to be used by me anyway. For all mm-hmm. I know, he spit the scope back into the scope bottle, That's like true. or he swallowed it, or he put it in the uh, sink. But either way, I saw him do that. And you may say, well, why why didn't you point out the uh, oxbow uh, ox scope incident, which I like to call it the scope bow incident. Or the scopes trial. I'm not sure what to call it. But why didn't I point it out, right? Well, I was thinking about it afterwards. Why didn't I point it out? Why didn't I say, hey, what, what are you doing? You want to seem like scope? a good person? No. I want to protect my family. He's a lo- he can. He's doing our locks. And these locksmiths have a lot more power than we realize. He could. He can make a key for himself and enter our house anytime from now on. We wouldn't know it. Right? It's, the, I mean, it's true, Basically, yeah. these guys have carte blanche. The locksmith is the most powerful person we didn't realize. That's what – I mean, they can do whatever they want. They can fucking drink out of your scope. Uh, he could have been using my toothbrush. I wouldn't have said anything. He could have been having sex with my wife and I would have had to just stay quiet. He had he had a complete leverage over us. He has I don't the keys think you to our have, house. I don't think you would he have stayed quiet if he used okay, your toothbrush. I went too far. I mean yeah. – <laughs> He could have used the toothbrush on my wife. All I'm saying is <laughs> he could have brushed my wife's teeth with scope. All I'm saying is I had no leverage here. I had nothing. Would you have said something? He has the keys to our house. And he was uh, he, he's in the Israeli army and he took two bullets. He's to, he, he is, he's been is that shot true? Twice. Yeah. He he's took two twice. of them? Two of them. You know, you can get in trouble for that. If yeah. you take staplers yeah. or something after you get fired, you yeah. can't just take These weren't bullets. like shots from a shot glass. These were, he took two bullets. And did he show you where he took them? No. I didn't ask How either. did you know that? I'm hoping it was somewhere in his face, and that's what the scope but was But did for. you ask, did you take any bullets? <laughs> no, he brought it up. He was uh, in the Israeli army, and he's been, he's been shot twice. Yeah, see, I don't, I see, don't trust a guy who just brings that up. Well, these were How already... How much small talk had gone on before? Did he get there? He's like, so you want the front door and the back door? Look, I was in the Israeli army. My, I was shot twice. <laughs> I took two bullets. My accent is uh, suspect at best. And I was wondering if you have any breath mint. Look, I'm worried. freshening gum. I'm worried he's listening. If not, right now. I'm going to make my way to your bathroom, and if you say anything, I'm going to brush your wife's teeth. Coming in the middle of the night, and if the baby is crying, I'm not going to check. But the next day, I'm just going to ask, "What will make me seem like a good person who has taken two bullets?" Uh, well. It, that's what happened. <laughs> All right. I can't top that. I can't top <laughs> yeah. that. I can't top your uh, – you're on fire today. I can't – really all I can do is just step out of the way and watch I think, you. you know, I think we're on fire today. No, I, I think I, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's brimstone and hellfire Listen, that we're on, buddy. It's the confession box. All I'm trying to do is help facilitate your greatness. That's, uh, I like that. I have but a confession. I, yeah, okay. I think this is a great podcast. Maybe should I come over to your side and then you come over to mine? You want to switch sides? Let's switch right now. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, you did confess that the word salad should be considered an obscenity. Yeah. 
It's an insult to my taste buds. He said, <laughs> 326, 13 at 246 p.m. Had you had a salad right before that? Yeah, I was eating a salad at that time. So, you know, um, salads are, I was talking to Ryan about it. You know, sal- salads are, salads shouldn't be sold. I, I don't think salads are horrible, uh, non-tasty entities. It's so ridiculous. It's it's really like you, I disagree. you never order a salad and you're like, I, I'm so glad I didn't order the burger, the fries, the pizza, anything else on the menu. The salad is always a thing you don't want to order, but you do because you feel like it'd be a good thing. And I was talking to Ryan about it. Then you find out if you look at the calorie chart, sometimes the salad is fattening. That's an well, that's, insult that's because, to evil. That's because that is of insult the dressing. To evil. And that is very upsetting. Insult to, to have evil. Have a fattening salad. You're like I'm trying to do something. I wasn't doing this for the taste. It's offensive to my taste buds. You said another. I, I just want to read this because it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, about 58 minutes ago, yeah. you said the best way to stop eating salads is to eat one salad. <laughs> Which, if you're not following Cash yeah. Levy at Cash Levy on Twitter, guys, if you're part of the 12 and a half and you're not following him, I don't know why. Because he tweets once every seven days, and they're always one out of three is hilarious. Um, but, I, I, you know, I think you, have gonna, you haven't had salads? enough good salads. Yeah, what? I think good, That's an oxymoron? No, there are some good great salads. salads that are still good for you. And the way to do it is you Friendly have the vinaigrette Smith. tip. Huh? You have the walnut, spinach, and goat cheese salads. That's what you do. It's a balsamic vinaigrette. It's a, Even the Caesar is fattening unless you've got the anchovies. And the oil and all that what stuff. What you're saying is if you make a salad so unhealthy, it can be tasty. That's what you're saying. No, I'm not. No? I'm not. The things you just named. Let's were- move on. <laughs> and that's what ended the podcast, the salad argument. Walnuts are delish with goat cheese and spinnies. Okay, come on. Yeah, I, I've only eat, seen you eat salad. in my. We've, we've known each other for quite a while now. And for all this talk about your salad eating... I haven't seen you. I'll go eat a salad right now. You've seen me replace rice and other starches with salad. You know that. Don't try and pretend otherwise. (laughs) What about when you make your own salad? That's ridiculous. I'm not. How am I supposed to know what's what collection of foods together is going to taste good? I'm I'm not a cook. I'm going to tell you. I'm not a master chef. I ate a chicken salad. What am I, an iron chef? On a salad. You make my salad. I'm not supposed to. Basically, you're making. I'm trying to make something that's maybe the least tastiest concoction in the history of humanity, and I'm supposed to actually now put it together so it tastes good? All these different uh, ingredients? What am I. I can't do that. You haven't had squid cooked in its own ink. (laughs) Have you ever. That's grosser than salad. How about ordering a salad in the Midwest? That's good. You might as well they just, just bring you. It's all ribs. water. You yeah. might as well just order a glass of water. It's they, all water. Bring your ice, you could squeeze a salad in the middle. shredded cheese. That's yeah. all it is. It's you so you could squeeze it and with just... a pork ham hock on it. <laughs> I, I there are a lot of great salads. There's this salad at the place, the Churchill. This kale salad that's pretty crazy. You know, there I, I've had. I, I ate over the sink chicken salad on spinach. Delicious. Really? The whole thing. Sometimes I eat salad without dressing. Wrap your mind around that. I, I'd have to see that to believe I'll just it. eat dry spinach and tuna with mustard. Yeah. Do you guys feel the silence? <laughs> oh, the mustard's a dressing, Ryan? Oh, yeah? Really? 
Hey, I, I, this is my dressing. I'm in a tuxedo. It's what I'm dressing for. For Oh, that must be a salad then. You really believe that salads can be tasty? You think that? What, that what, what you, you think that? Like, three what, what do I bring? What do you? What do you, I bring over? Uh, some ranch dressing, and you're like, "That's a condiment." Now listen. I'm gonna dip my pizza in that, Ryan. You're out of your fucking mind. Listen, two or three hundred years ago, when people weren't so worried about their figure and all, this mustard kind of is a dressing. <laughs> it's a part of the dressing. Yes. Let me just. No, it isn't. Then is the tuna also dressing? No, the tuna isn't a dressing. Listen. There Forget are mustard dressings. Forget about that for a but second. But I'm talking about French's mustard, tuna fish, all sloshed up together on a bed of spinach, right. nothing else. we got to get back on top. Eat it with my fucking hands. Listen, two, three hundred years ago, people weren't worried about their, uh, their, their figure as much because there were no mirrors back then. And they were also dying in their 20s. They could only see themselves in the water, their reflection. If it was a ripply day. They felt like they were maybe doing pretty well weight-wise. If it was a really clear day, they thought they were getting fat. But they didn't even know. They didn't even know if they were fat or skinny back then. Nobody ate salads. I'll bet not one person in the cave, which is about two, three hundred years ago, people were living in caves. <laughs> not one person. There's no hieroglyphics of salads on the walls. There's people killing rhinos. There's people killing, you know, uh, buffaloes. There's there's pictures of this. There's no one eating a salad with chopsticks and mustard dressing. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to answer that, respond to you with another question, which is, in those times, people would often die in their 20s. Do you think if you had died in your late 20s, would you have lived a full life? If I didn't eat any salads during those 20 years, (laughs) I think my life experience would be better than having to endure salads for as long as I've lived. I mean, I'd say say you're anti-salad. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what, yeah. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I just can't. Salads are an insult. They are an atrocity that I think people have started to to buy into, and I think it's time we stop. Let's stop fooling ourselves. Where do you land on wraps? Wraps are. We've talked about that. Wraps are a poor man's burrito. <laughs> that you can't just create a new food that's three thousand years true. later. Oh, we came up with a new food. So it's called you, a wrap. What no, you, what we had it before. It was called be a healthy. burrito. How do you get vegetables and eat healthy? You know, fruits are tasty. They're convenient. You I, can grab one off a tree. I didn't even say you can just grab the word one. fruit the entire podcast. You said, you said what, what do you think do to eat healthy? You can to get fruits. vegetables, I said. Oh, vegetables. Uh, well, the ones that you can just grab and eat, like, a, I don't know, a carrot. I'd call that a vegetable, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have so much to teach my, teach my children. I can just imagine you. I can imagine you in the grocery store just eating a vegetable, looking at the stock. I'd be like, "This is a vegetable, right?" I'd call this a vegetable. Now, I like vegetables. You don't eat vegetables through leaves. That's all I'm saying. You don't eat it through leaves. Any kind of salad. You eat them through uh, uh, carrots. What else do we got? What other vegetables? Broccoli. Broccoli's okay. It's not that bad. Oh, I love broccoli. Broccoli's not bad. It's like eating a little tree. It makes you feel like a man. Sometimes you can climb it first. It's kind of a bonsai tree. Yeah, you climb it's the you small. Climb broccoli up. is the smallest bonsai. Yeah, you, the tiny people they can climb up seven branches of a broccoli tree and then eat it afterwards. On the, that's how they get down. They eat it. Yeah, unless they go down the hard way, they fall, and instead of breaking, instead of breaking their yeah, breaking their fall, their but, arm. But what other? What no, other? Instead just, of breaking their arm, they just sprain their finger. Uh, what, what other vegetables are there? That's it. Cauliflower? Yeah, can't do that. That's not a Anything real else? vegetable. Okay, so all you need, you need carrots and broccoli. And broccoli. You don't need leaves and those types of what things. What about peas? Um, 
Yeah, pe- peas aren't aren't great. But- Ryan just give him a face like never. What are, what is uh, uh never peas? Yeah. What what is the uh, edamame? What's that? Is that a vegetable? Oh yeah, man. Hey, listen, I love edamame. A nice edamame, edamame, edamame salad. Edamame sure. is great. Yeah, as long as it's not in a salad. We're gonna finish up with the uh, maskers and just do one because we're in a hurry here. Maskers. Eighty five percent of superheroes. This is maskers. Maskers. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. Uh, I think the reason so many podcasters <laughs> sing as much as they do is because it's fun to hear your voice in your headphones. <laughs> do a lot of singing. podcasters sing? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't Chris know. Chris Hardwick from The Nervous oh, sings all that. the time. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do it. Have you heard any other podcasts? I, I've only heard one other podcast. And what is that? Uh, it's it's called... Uh, um, it's called this. It's called the BS Report with Bill Simmons. It's a sports thing, and I, I really like it. He's very entertaining, but he never sings, so I don't know what you know to compare it to. And that's not an insult to any of their podcasts. I'm sure they're all uh, wonderful. I just haven't gotten in there yet, but I love the BS Report. Um, in any event, we got the triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, question two, 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 two. Coffee, adult chocolate milk. Maybe. I think people don't talk about it how it's a stimulant as much. It's like a weird upper drug mm-hmm. that our society is like, as long as you pay $5 for it and it has a weird Italian name, nobody's talking about how this is your fifth cup of coffee. You yeah. might as well be, if you were taking caffeine pills all day, yeah. people would be like, dude, you need to go to the doctor. You need to go to rehab. If you were like, yeah, I took about, uh, let's see, I took about 12 caffeine pills today. People would be like, what are you talking about? But you have six cups of coffee. Oh, I, I, I'm on my sixth uh, Cafe Americano double espresso yeah. shot. It's they have, insane. They have a machine in their own house. They're not yeah. going to wait until That's they exactly leave their right. house. We, we, just like, bought, we just bought a yeah, coffee yeah. maker. I'm going to need to get this right after I wake yeah, up. I can't, this I can't, drug. I can't go yeah. to my dealer. Yeah. i got to have a stash at home. No, I want a machine. In my house that supplies this to me. And then people say, I, want it in I, my I can't stomach. start my morning. I can't start my Monday without my morning cup of coffee. It's yeah. like, if I said that shit, I said that shit today about drinks, about alcohol. I was like, yeah. we were watching House of Cards in the morning, and I go, ah, you know, you know, Kevin Spacey's talking, you know, he's drinking scotch in the morning. This is great. Even more men should drink a, a yeah. scotch in the morning. I was like, I'm going to go have a rum. And my, my, my loving... Devoted husband-wife. Yeah. Turnitin. Turnitin? Turnitine. Wow. She has a lot of names. You know, it's short for Turnitina. Yeah, no, no, this is a totally different person. Oh, I've okay. moved on from yeah. that relationship with Pibitha. I'm uh, done. Okay. You know why? Because dinner with Pibitha leads to a scared whipper. Oh, I see. I see. Now, that being said, this is all true. And she goes, no, no. What do you need? You got, really? You want to start your day off with a drink? And it's like. You started your day off with a caffeine shot to the brain. <laughs> you said to me this morning, I-, I-, I need another cup of coffee before I even start the day. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's a drug addiction. You're addicted to drugs. I knew this guy. This is true. I used to work with him. He had a schedule for coffee during the day. So he would drink one before he started. And then after he get to the office and he went through his emails, he'd have a second coffee. Then he'd have an iced coffee before lunch. Then after that, a hot coffee for whatever reason to like get. I, I think it would be the other way around. Have a hot coffee before lunch, then an iced coffee to sort of wake you up. No. And then he'd have another iced coffee, half milk in the afternoon around three. 
And then at four or five, he'd decide if he was going to have another one or if he had to stay at work or if he was going to try and not have that one and go straight home. <laughs> and then there was yet another. If he's working till seven, he'll have a six thirty coffee just to take him all the way through. That is a legitimate that's drug a, addiction. That's a if drug he was addiction. getting high off marijuana every single one of those moments during the day, they'd be like, "You're addicted to marijuana. You got to stop smoking during the day." Right. And instead, everybody's like, "It is. It's chocolate milk for adults because chocolate milk for kids is like crack. I mean, it's it got is. sugar it's in sugar. it." Yeah. Well, and let me say this: it's not even a. It's a faulty drug. It doesn't even last very long. You know, it doesn't. If if it if it lasted like you, you smoke some marijuana and you know you, you you might feel pretty relaxed for an hour or two, people have to keep drinking the coffee and keeping that drug, you know, getting into their system. And, and there's a crash. You know, everybody. Talk, oh, oh, I'm oh, so yeah, hungover. I'm so, and they're like, oh, well, you shouldn't have been drinking on a weeknight. You know, yeah. it's the kind of judgment I think people make. And oh. then. How about this? When they're saying, you know what? I haven't had coffee all day. I have a headache. I have a headache. Yeah. I just crashed from my morning coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And they can't even wake up. I haven't had my coffee yet. Coffee and a donut is the fucking speedball of middle America. <laughs> a Krispy Kreme and coffee is just like cocaine and heroin because you're you're drinking the coffee like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you eat the glazed donut. You go, yeah. oh, yeah. I mean- it's, what about it's very that expression? Frustrating to me. What about it's like, that? It's frustrating to me too. What, what about that expression? I haven't had my coffee yet. People use that as an excuse. Yes, for, sorry, it's true. So if you said I, 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 I haven't had drugs yet, I haven't had my whiskey yet. I'm sorry. I, yeah. It's actually an apology. Is there anything else we have in in the in life where you actually apologize to someone in legitimate society? You know, you're a lawyer, a doctor. You say, I haven't had my coffee yet. And that's yeah. your excuse that you didn't take the drug that you need to be a normal person. Yeah, to be. And it's, and it's, it's an outrage. And, and it's weird to say also, like, imagine if I was like, hey, listen, I, I'm i sorry I keep making all these mistakes. I haven't had my morning McDonald's hamburger. Yeah. I haven't had my morning Big <laughs> yeah. Mac. People be, People be like, insane. what is this fat weirdo's problem? But you go, you know what? I am so sorry I mixed up your charts. You actually do not have HIV. Yeah. You have full-blown AIDS, and uh, and it's because I didn't have my morning coffee. I don't want to apologize. People go, oh, okay, well, hey, doc, you know, whatever it is. It's yeah. really weird to me. It is. It's the only drug that is universally accepted. No one has ever looked at someone. The only thing people will do, and you tell me if this is wrong, is they'll say, you know, that coffee's bad for you. And that's just about as helpful as cigarettes yeah. are going to kill you. Right. It's like you're just saying that not – you don't want to help me. Mm -hmm. You just want to quietly, condescendingly, and passive-aggressively tell me that you have better willpower and that you're a better person. Yeah. Again, well, you're trying to seem like a good person instead of being right, a good person right. by telling people about too much coffee or too much this or that. And it's also weird in our society that it's not okay to tell somebody like, do you really think you should order dessert? Like, yeah. do you really think you need a second? Yeah. Are you, no, you're not you're allowed to eat say all that. those fries. Never say that. Yeah, you're not allowed to say. But that. you can say, "Hey, I don't think you should be smoking. Oh, are you going to smoke? You need right. another. I don't, should you really have another drink? Another cigarette? All that stuff. But coffee. Oh, it's perfectly okay. Uh, yeah. No one's ever said. Yeah. You really think you should have another? You, yeah. You mind coffee. if I? I'm going to grab another cup of no. coffee on the way out. No one goes. Really? You yeah. think you should? Here's another example of how bad of an addiction it is. They've jacked the prices, just like they did with cigarettes. People I mean, a cup of coffee is like five dollars. Yes. No one gives a shit. Yes, people you still know? buy them, and just like alcohol, 
and some like American spirits or something, people pretend that it's not an addiction. They just go, you know, I just love that coffee bean coffee, you know, or they'll jokingly yeah. like chocolate. They go, oh, I'm such a chocoholic or I'm, I'm addicted to my morning lattes. I got to have them. Right. If you were like, I love, you know, I, I love scotch. I just love great scotch. I, I mean, like addicted to McAllen's 12. People are like, <laughs> well, we should have an intervention. You know, if you say yeah, it's 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 just I'm so sorry. hypocritical. Yeah. It's like I'm sorry, I uh, I wasn't able to fix your car. I haven't had my morning masturbation yet. Yeah, that's exactly I, I right. I need to masturbate in the morning. Or I'm just not functional. And, and, and people should I, say because that's also a shot you're deviant. to the brain. You're a deviant. Right? Yeah, you say, look, I got to run in. Why would that I, I can't be more? On yeah. I why would that be more in. embarrassing? That's completely natural and it's free. Yeah, it's free, it's natural, and it's not a dependency. I haven't, saying, I haven't masturbated six times today, and I'm just, I have a headache now. Again, <laughs> I have a masturbation. Headache. I am crashing off that morning jack. I jacked that, that it off at 11 a.m., and I. That morning jack. I can't even concentrate. It's 2 o'clock, and I can't stop thinking about jacking it. Cash <laughs> <laughs> just fit. For the first time, Cash just fit Diet Coke all over his face and his v neck. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. My morning jack. At 11 a.m., I'm coming off that morning Sorry, jack. Sorry, I misplaced the files. I, I, had an, I have only had two morning jacks this morning. But it's like, I got to, oh, I got to jack off by 3 o'clock or I'll be dead tired at 5. Somebody, yeah, exactly. They'll call the cops. It wasn't even a strong enough jack. I think that was part of the problem. Like, it's the strength of it, too. They don't make a strong, they don't make a strong jack over there. Uh, just dust and silly putty came out. Uh, confetti. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's sort of like what you're talking about, which is it's such a hypocritical culture that you're constantly rewarded or peer pressured into restraining yourself for stuff. Life is mm-hmm. sort of about what, what did you call it? It wasn't it's not about restraint. It's about withholding. What did you say? You had a great phrase for it off mm-hmm. air when we were talking about food. Yeah, you said it's denying yourself something. Yeah, there's only like five or six things that give us pleasure the older we get. You know, sex, food, um, and we are withholding the the food. Uh, we're, we're we're I don't know, you're putting me on the spot, but, but we're keeping ourselves from enjoying that pleasure uh, when we're trying to lose weight, and it, it's so easily accessible too. Yeah, food is. It starts with an R. Suffering. You're, it's res- I mean, it is. It's restraint. It's like yeah. you're restraining yourself every day from eating every what day. you want. If you pass by an alcohol store or nicotine yeah. or a coffee bar, you're trying to tell yourself, you know, I shouldn't do that much. I shouldn't be eating this much. You're restraining yourself from sitting around and watching television yeah, because entire, you're saying, I got to work out today. I yeah, worked out our entire today. lives seem to be about trying to uh, stop ourselves from, from doing these things that would be pleasurable for us. It's really frustrating. It gets, it gets harder and harder. And it's a weird sort of life that your whole life is about trying to do things right or be better, you know? And the things that make you better are you know are never things that you like you know i mean it's it's sort of you know you don't want to do keep a clean house or keep it you know nobody it's a weird i guess what i'm saying is it's a weird dichotomy in the human condition that i don't think exists for a dog or a bear all these things where you want to be as lazy as possible because that's how dogs and bears and everybody mm-hmm. is but um you also have this drive to be better, to make more things, to learn yeah, more we are, stuff. We are, mo- we are almost never – I think what you're saying is we are almost never allowing ourselves to just go with our instinct. We're almost always going against 
what we really want to do. Right. And, and, and our be- whole life is set up that way. And because life is not motivated by survival, because now everybody, survival is really not that difficult. So you add to that this sort of layer on top of it of once we're not, you know, living to survive, what are we living for? And then trying to find that out just creates an immense amount of anxiety because mm-hmm. every day you walk around and you advertisements and corporations and other people are telling you what to buy, how to look, what to be, all that stuff. Yeah. You're trying to be that. You're also trying to live by some, you know, fictional code of ethics or you know, what your commandments are for being a good person, which is what we're talking about, which isn't necessarily wanting to be a good person. Sometimes it's just following a code so that other people, so that you seem like a good person. Well, a lot of this is in an effort to live longer, even though our quality and That's happiness level is lower. Yeah, because yeah, if you want it, if you really could, if you didn't care how long you lived, that would also change everything. Yeah, you'd never eat salads. You'd never eat... <sighs> <laughs> He you, you almost got me to agree. <laughs> you never would eat a salad if it made no I mean, difference how long true, you lived. But also, you take away that sort of need to survive and to live as long as possible. Then you get people beating each other up, killing each other, oh, stealing their stuff, doing drugs all day and night. No, I don't think we're suggesting just to give in to any impulse. That's not what we're saying. Uh, there's actually no advice here, as far as I can tell. There's no, no solution. I, I, there's no solution. Yeah, if you give in, you're every awful. It you're is. every. We're just describing how horrible life is, and we're saying there's no answer, and really, it's not going to get any better. So uh, it only gets thank worse. God, and, and that is it only true gets for worse. Every thank single God, person. Thank God you dumped those other podcasts for this. Uh, <laughs> for every because <laughs> I'm sure you feel really good about the decision right now. You're like, wow, this is pretty uplifting. This is for good every stuff. single person, it's only going to get worse. <laughs> Not before it gets better. Sometimes it'll get better before it gets worse, but it's always going to get worse. No one is in their 70s or 80s no. and they're like, this trumps my 20s, my yeah. 30s, my 40s. This is the best. It only gets worse. I just pissed my pants and they're not even mine. Yeah. I'm suffering from dementia to the point where I put on somebody else's pants. I just pissed Carl's <laughs> pants. But uh, the best we can do is extend our primes and by doing that, try to control all these impulses. So that we can have a long, as long a prime as we can. That's that's all we can hope for, right? I, I mean, I think so. I and think- that's why I think we should. I'm very surprised. We're talking about coffee now and chocolate milk. I'm very surprised with the immunity that's in uh, breast milk. I'm very surprised there's no <laughs> breast milk bars. You, I mean, there's a lot. There's hookah bars. There's all kinds of stuff that's weird. Well, why that's would there what not be breast? Was, right? Why would there not milk be breast bars? bars? Oh, really? Yeah, and Clockwork Orange, they're with drinking the a milk bar, and it they comes out of action. women's breasts. Oh, okay. But they're laced with drugs, some of the milks. Oh, okay. Okay, so that was... Now, I'll say this. You can you can prolong your prime. That's sort of the cash levy answer. Mm-hmm. My answer is to work every day for a little bit of the day on being easier on yourself, and when you want to sort of castigate yourself, instead of doing that, you put effort into not doing what you did wrong the next time. And then the other thing is to appreciate the positive sides of getting older and of the life that you're living now and spend time trying to think about those the things that you have going good for you rather than things that you don't have going good for you. And, I mean, people don't even think of it. If you spend 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day when you're driving, something like that, you just turn everything off or while, you're, while stuff is on, you just think to yourself, like, you know, I'm really lucky. People, Cash, you do this really well. You always tell yourself, whenever you're sort of complaining or feeling upset, you always go, you know what? 
I'm so lucky. People have it so much worse than I do. Yeah. And that's that, I guess, is my message to you guys. Someone always has it worse than you do also. And thank God that there are people less fortunate than us so that we can look at our own lives and appreciate it. And then somewhere in the world, there's one person statistically who doesn't – no one is worse off than him. He and is- trust me, it's a guy. And, you know, he I don't know who he looks to. I guess he just sort of says, hopefully I'll be dead soon. There is one guy that has it worse than anyone in the history. Or like, yeah, there's one person. Who is it? I don't think we know him, probably. Yeah. The, the odds are astronomical because there are a lot I of I was going to say Jesus, but it's not. He didn't there's get really a one guy deal. that gets a really raw deal. But almost everyone else, it's true. You can look and say, look, we can spend – it's just what you want to shine your lens on. You can definitely spend – uh, a lot of your time looking at what you lack. And I think in our society, in America in, in particular, we spend a lot of times looking at what, who has more, who's getting more. Right. Uh, and that's but, because that's what capitalism wants you to do, which is helpful. To never, and, and also th- this idea going, of, of never being your, satisfied. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's sort of – they need – for us to keep buying things, there has to be fuel to the fire that is, I need more, I need better. <clears throat> it's not just – it's not just uh, – Possessions, though it's, it's it's everything that TV shows us about what happiness should be. Right. It's beauty. It's uh, health. It's possessions. It's uh, success. It's all these things. And really, um, not that I've mastered it, but it's only a mindset. Because if you want to shine your lens on all the things you have versus all the things yeah. you don't have, you're probably okay. Uh, yeah, because people <clears throat> people are born without faces. You know, you, you you go through your day, you're like, I don't know if I like my job. I wish I wasn't single. I wish my boyfriend or girlfriend was nicer or better. And really, you should be thinking, at least I was born with a face. I know. I know. You know, I'd like to come out of the closet as, you know, not a chalkaholic, but, a, you know, a grape and peanut butteraholic. Now, can I talk about this for a second? Sure. Okay, and this is practical living for the modern age. Okay, we... okay, let's do that. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you Practical Living in the Modern Age. Mm-hmm. If you're hungry, mm-hmm. get some green grapes, mm-hmm. some peanut butter, mm-hmm. creamy or crunchy. Put the peanut butter in a bowl, get out the grapes, take little dips into the peanut butter and then eat them. It's a healthy snack. It's delicious. And I encourage everyone to make me muffins that are white grape and peanut butter flavored. I'm doing it this weekend. Are you serious? I'm as serious as Colin, sir. You, you're dedicating an entire weekend I am to serious this activity? as concert. <laughs> I mean, it's going to take at least that long. Cash, no one's thinking about these things. You I, And you guys just watched me put a strawberry into guacamole, which wasn't uh, arguably the best idea. You but. are, by the way, uh, TJ uh, Miller, he's uh, my guest here on the podcast, Lindsay Lohan uh, canceled. Uh, TJ is, out of all the people I know, he's a guy that will combine foods that just shouldn't be combined. You I've know what Lilo would say? I've you know what Lilo would say? Variety is the spice of life. Yeah. And I'm saying if you're having a tough day or you're, you're having – Let's say you're listening to the podcast right now, and later on you might feel down about this or that. To take your mind off stuff, try two foods together that you never have. You do that all the time. Every day. It's crazy. 
Yesterday, I ate a banana with refried beans. <laughs> Two days ago, this is true, I had a salad with human shit in it. <laughs> okay. uh, listen, listen, I had a smoothie. Uh, it had dust in it. <laughs> I had a gravel pudding parfait. You see what I'm saying? Those, those, you were the I put ones? Martha Stewart's indigo blue paint <laughs> on broccolini, and I ate the whole thing. You were the guy that did that. You yeah. discovered these foods. Martha Stewart's blue broccolini. Did you have anything to do with the chocolate uh, and peanut butter mix, you know, with the Reese's? Cups? No, but I, I – and I'll ask you this. This might be an essential question. Well, I mean, I human just, nature, is there something better? Yeah, let's – I'm taking out. Essentially, this is essential question. This is a question I want, I've been wanting to ask for a while. It'd be funny if we get to the point where we can't do anything without having him play the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's a thought, and then <laughs> he has to play Tiny Opinions. I think, yeah, just every time there's a tangent, it's just like Tiny Opinions. Uh, I, and then the whole show just becomes just the song. Yeah, just we never song. even talk. Because each time we get off track, he has to play another song. Yeah. Uh, I wish there was a song to play now that this idea kind of lost steam. No. What happened? Where did it go? Here's my essential question. Yeah. Is there a better flavor combination than peanut butter and chocolate? Uh, Ryan says no. Ryan's uh, already shaking his yeah. head now. It doesn't take a lot of time to figure I, that. But no, I have one. Can you guess what it is? What would be number two? It's, it is, is it salad and shit on top? Is that what it is? <laughs> that I haven't up, tried that. that I haven't tried that a yet. a worse combination than peanut butter and grape, but a better combination than strawberry guacamole. No, there's what, what is the number two combination of any tastes or foods besides, and I think it might contend for number one over peanut butter and chocolate because you can have it every day and it will never get old. Very popular combination of foods. Okay, you were tough. talking about the tasty treats last podcast that are not vegetables. You also didn't know if a couple of things were vegetables. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Carrots, I think, actually. Mm -hmm. But it's 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 according to that. Carrots actually called is? me and thanked me. Uh, carrot tops? No, just carrots. Carrots called me and thanked me about last week's podcast. Cash! Carrots calls! <laughs> carrots are on the phone thanking you, carrots. acknowledging that they're uh, vegetables. Listen, I gotta go. Carrots is on the phone. Look, can I call you back? Uh, well, what's the answer? I want to know. You guys can't guess it? I can't think of what it would be. It's interesting. I'd like to know what everybody's thinking in their head right now. It is strawberry banana. Oh, well, I, that doesn't come close yeah. to chocolate. Are you guys out of your mind? Strawberry banana smoothie? No. Chocolate and... You really, butter? Ryan, you you guys aren't on this. No, I'm not on what this What would train. be your number two comment? I think then? you've gone way off the rails. Way off track? I think you're wrong. Uh, well, you, I'm not you, off the rails, and at best, I might be off track for your taste, but what would you guys say well, listen, is another great you know, flavor And comment? I tried to bring it home for you, but the McFlurry Tablerone... Brings back great memories for me from uh, Peru, mean, from my Peruvian. That's village. delicious, but come on, there's no. Buts. What is it? There's no buts. Uh, I can't think of a second to. I mean, those are the two greatest foods ever created. Pretty much is what is about chocolate. cinnamon and raisin? Raisins can't. Uh, cinnamon raisin toast. Um, sugar. Even just craisins alone are just as good as cinnamon and raisins. Craisins, crazy raisins. Are you out of your fucking cranberry? 
Right now, craisins are better than cinnamon raisins. I don't. I don't. Toast? You can't make a case that anything's better than chocolate and peanut butter. And I feel like I. I don't even insult our listeners to. What about bagel and cream cheese? That's a great combo. That's a great. Combo. Ah, the two of you just changed but your those tune. Aren't, no, I didn't change my tune. But those aren't two equals. That's like saying like, I mean, what we have with chocolate peanut butter is two powerhouses, <laughs> two complete forces in the universe meeting. Where you can't even like, you can't even choose which of the two you like better, pretty much. Whereas we know that that cream cheese alone, no one's like, "What'd you have for dinner?" Cream cheese. Who would say, "What'd you have for dinner?" Chocolate. Would you have peanut butter? Yeah, no, you can have peanut butter for dinner all day, all day. I had peanut butter last night for dinner. First of all, you can't have dinner all day because yeah. it's breakfast. And I have lunch. dinner all day long. Buddy, all I day. ate dinner all day long. I was having steak and lobster for breakfast, lunch, and yeah. No, you you can't. You you have to have, uh, you know, you 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 have to have the bagel for the cream cheese to work. That's all I'm saying. The other two, those are powerhouse foods. What about coffee? The and The two donuts. essential foods. Coffee and donuts. If you had to save two foods to for a desert island, it would be peanut butter and chocolate. What about coffee and donuts? Yeah, no. Come on. No, no. You you wouldn't save that. You wouldn't. I don't have coffee Pizza and donuts on a desert. And honey. <laughs> Ranch dressing and mustard. Another dressing. <laughs> you fucking assholes, both of you. Well, that's uh, an interesting. I, I'd love good. to hear the, if any of the 12 and a half have an idea. First of all, please speak out and speak fervently. Okay, we're talking about. On the strawberry banana issue. This is if a good. That's number two in the flavor combinations. Yeah. If it's if you talk to us, can you think of a better flavor combination than chocolate or peanut butter? Or what's your vote for number two? I'll say right now, the winner uh, will get a cashing in with TJ Miller prize package. If you can come up with yeah. the best number yeah, two flavor, yeah, we're gonna, we're coming up with gift packs for our live show. We're gonna have a gift pack with. Yeah. It's gonna have a, it's gonna have a, a CDs, a DVDs, uh, a signed bird bath. And a salad that someone crapped upon. <laughs> Which and the crap a, may or may not be cashonized, but, you know, hey, listen, you're lucky. Yeah, take it while you can get it. There's a lot of people that don't even have that. Well, I, I had somebody uh, come up to me at, in, in Appleton, this really nice guy. He was a chef at the Hilton Garden Inn, and um, it was very fun. I mean, he, you know, he made me a great omelet uh, later on uh, after the story's over. But this, I mean, this is one of those classic moments that you're talking about. Yeah. So he comes up to me and he says, hey, uh, hey, buddy, uh, you know, I, I saw you yesterday. I was like, oh, oh, all right, at the show? And he's like, no, 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 just in the lobby. And uh, I was like, I think that's somebody. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He's like, and then I looked again. I was like, yeah, I, I really think that's somebody. And I was like. All right. Well, good. All right. Thank you. And, and, you know, what do you say? Thank you. And, and, and then he said, and then I looked a third time and I was like, yep, that's definitely somebody. So a lot of people here don't know who you are, but I do. And I was like, okay. And I wanted yeah. to say like, who am I? Cause I know that he didn't yeah. know. Yeah. He just knew. I, I don't even know what the concept you're a somebody is. Right. Right. Cause he's a somebody too. He's right. somebody important to me that I'm talking about now. And, uh, you know, we started talking and he said, 
you know, I said, you should come and see one of these shows. And he goes, you know, I, I would love to. What time are they? I said, 8 and 10 on Friday, 8 and 10 on Saturday. He said, that's great. And we talked a little bit more. And they said, so when are these shows? When are you doing the shows? I said, well, 8, eight and 10 on Saturday. Uh, and then, like I said, 8 and 10 on Friday also. He goes, great, great, great. And he's kind of talking to me a little bit more. And then I go, so anyway, you know, come by the show if you want. He's like, great. Yeah, when are those? When are those shows? And I was like, uh, they're this weekend, yeah. you know, at 8 and 10, Friday and yeah. uh, <clears throat> Saturday. Yeah. And uh, he said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be out of town this weekend, so I can't come, which <laughs> can't. That, I can't. I just looked at him. I mean, uh, my eyes dropped down below my jaw. Like, I just couldn't believe that he had sort of continually said, what time, what time, what time, and then over and yeah. over. And then, you know, and then he's gone for the week. Look, I'm gone. I can't yeah. make this stuff. And he says, but you know what? Kind of a comedian. And uh, I, I think it's yeah. about time that I get uh, on stage in front of a real audience. He said, because I've been writing material for years, you know, which is always so funny because everybody believes that they have a good sense of humor, first of all. And then on top of that, a lot of people think that they could be comedians if they just would do it. They just don't have the time or they, you know, they don't have the inclination. So, you know, I I took the bait a little bit and I was like, oh, that's great. Well, you know, if you want to, you should go to, um, you know, you should go to an open mic. That's the, that's the best advice. Just go and do it tomorrow if you can. And I said, you know, I bet the Skyline Comedy Cafe has an open mic. And he said, uh, oh, yeah, it sounds like, I mean, they'll let anybody up there, right? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why yeah, I'm playing the club. Sure, I'm yeah. Sure. And, uh, and, and then he says, uh, hey, you want to hear my, uh, my worst joke I ever wrote? And, you know, it's so hard yeah, then to say no yeah, and then I walk know. away. I'd, say, you know, I'd, I'd prefer to start with the A-list material. Yeah, I think most yeah. comedians do. It's not like, hey, buddy, get ready for this. Can it's we tell back this conversation to when you thought I was somebody? Because yeah, right, you've right. put me down sort of inadvertently three to six times Never already. before has yeah. somebody said, I had to check three times to see if you were somebody and then made me feel like a nobody. <laughs> Hit it! Sorry, I usually have a drummer upstairs. Jake! Okay. Oh, yeah, sleep away, buddy. Jesus. Actually, I had to fire him because of uh, the tax situation. Oh, really? Yeah, I made some changes. Yeah, there. I was doing. I was paying him about ten it's, grand yeah. a month. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I drank thinking. a couple of your McFlurries too. God damn yeah, it! Those are special expensive. liquid ones that are drinkable. I know. I know. All right. So he says to me, "Do you want to hear the word?" So I say, "What can you say?" I say, "Sure, yeah. Uh, I'd love to hear the worst joke that you ever wrote." He comes around the, from the front desk. He says, "I'll walk you to the elevator." Which I've never had somebody say that. Have you ever yeah. had somebody say, "I'll yeah. walk you to the elevator"? Because yeah. You don't need. I, I I almost want to say like, let's just do it right here. I I've made it. I actually was just on yeah, the elevator. I was already. What are you the 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 elevator valet? Yeah, of course. Like, then, I made it this far. Of course. Then I on the way to the elevator, I got jumped. They beat the <laughs> shit out of me. Took my wallet, gave it back to me, <laughs> with more money in it. That was weird. So then he says to me, he says, he says, uh, you know, uh, yeah. He says, look, buddy, uh, promise me you won't tell anybody. This. With the bad joke? Yeah, and I okay. go, okay, okay. Yeah. And I go, now, this is a joke that you wrote. Is that right? And he yeah. said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This I is said, okay. original. What and was his name? Yeah. Um, I'd yeah. like to call him I'm, Roadhouse. Let's call him Roadhouse. Okay? So I said, is this a Roadhouse original? <laughs> and Roadhouse. That's who I'm picturing right now. Yeah, the Roadhouse. From Roadhouse? Yeah. The, uh, and I call him Roadhouse. from Roadhouse? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I call him Roadhouse. Not Swayze, but the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I call him Roadhouse, and he... Uh, you know, he says, okay, so you ready for this? And I say, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and I, I just asked one more time. I go, now, did, did you write this? This is yeah. a joke that you yeah. wrote. And he yeah. said, yeah, yes. And then I'd like, this is not safe for work. I mean, unless, 
if you're not if you're listening to it in headphones, then it's safe for work. Yeah. If it, if you're if you're playing the podcast out loud on speaker, right. that's weird. Don't do that. Please stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. Uh, so then you know he says basically he says uh, he goes he leans in he goes so I'm fucking this girl in the ass right. Which is great setup for most, you know. Yeah, that to me screams jokes. Christian corporate right. comedy. Maybe bar mitzvah type material. But yeah. yeah, you could do a bat mitzvah with it. So it's really just, it's it's versatile. It's a versatile setup. So I'm fucking this girl in the ass, yeah. right? And then these two young girls in name tags at the Hilton Garden Inn just like come by and are like, I mean, it's just it's crazy, you know. Wait a I mean, second, is this in the joke or the? Two, no, while no, no. he's telling the while joke. he's telling it, these he two girls the setup. Then two girls come. Two by, girls in, and they're like, "Yeah, they have to hear this." Punch yeah, line. we're at the Radisson, so okay. there's a lot of people that are coming yeah. in and out of the place. You know, it's yeah. just like any other Hilton. They, people have name tags on. They're walking around, so he right. stops. He kind of waits till they leave. Wait, so it's the Hilton Radisson. It's the Hilton Radisson Garden Inn. Inn. No, the rooftop. The Hilton, Hilton Radisson Gar- rooftop it's Garden the, Inn. It's the Hilton Radisson Red Roof Inn. Red Roof Best Western Inn. No, I'm not staying at fucking Best Western. (laughs) No part of the hotel I'm in is going to be Best Western. I do like Motel Six, though. I feel like you can masturbate without. I stayed at one. They, they. I want to get back to your story, but in Scottsdale, um, the motorcycle convention was in town, so they had to put me up at the Motel Six, and I stayed at one for the first time in a long time. We have a lot to talk about. Okay. Well. Okay. So Uh, it's it's a great mix between camping. And hotel. It's got a nice mix to it. I actually embraced it after a while, and I felt it's proud great. of myself. It's great to have a hot shower and also uh, bugs and animals in the room. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so he waits. Then he turns to me and goes, all right, so I'm fucking this girl on the ass, right? Yeah. And then she turns around in the middle of it. I'm really going at it, you know? And then she turns around in the middle of it, and she goes, don't you think it's a little presumptuous that I would want it in my ass? And I said, don't you think uh, presumptuous is a pretty big word for an eight-year-old? I just looked at right, him. I go, right. "You wrote that. You tell me that you wrote that." And he's like, "Yep." And, and he here's the worst part: that was in his E Harmony video. That's what I heard. <laughs> he's he didn't write that. Though. Roadhouse. You don't think so? That's an old joke. Okay. I've heard that I joke from other people. One. Yeah. Well, because it's terrible. Yeah. No one would say it in mixed company, much less to a stranger they just <laughs> met. And you know, I did not feel it's comfortable kind of having him switch. ride up the elevator with me. So I said, "Just meet me in my room and let's get presumptuous." <laughs> So, he t- did you laugh? What do you do? I, I kind of, if it's racist, I don't even laugh. I don't fake laugh if it's racist. Well, I, I go, you know, oh. Cherbel said to me, Cherbel said, yeah. you know, you, you should have told him that's not funny and you can't no, say No, I don't think so. Like I think that. if it's not racist, I don't think you put the person down. If it's racist, I think, you, yeah, whatever, man. Or, like, you know, you don't really say much. Um, maybe you could even say it's not cool. I've, I've said that on occasion. Yeah, Cher- well, Cherbel said, you know, you got to really say... That's not okay. And I just disagree with that. I think it's easy to make that moral judgment call when you're hearing about the, yeah. the situation. Yeah. When you're in it and you're looking at another human being, A, you don't want to be mean to them. Well, plus, we've told, we, as entertainers, we know you tell some, we've all told some horrible jokes. And I, I've been on oh, stage. Sure, yeah. Sets. I'm saying things off the cuff or whatever, but you say things that you just really seriously regret. All Debbies are pigs. You know, you know, I regret we've said saying things that on the podcast medicine. that if you took them in a, you, you you took them out of context, even in context, we've said some pretty horrible stuff. It would be pretty fun if somebody has a lot of time on their hands and some editing equipment just, if just you edit together, together the, worst the worst moments, yeah, of cashing, cashing in. in. <laughs> what if what if it was just a full box set of the sixty two yeah. episodes? <laughs> <laughs> the worst it's just moments. some shitty cardboard box. 
It's got holes in it. There's a mouse in the bottom. The worst of. He's also the GM in a Motel yeah, Six. The worst of. But yeah, I, so I, you know, you gotta sort of fake a laugh and kind of go okay, and then because you don't, especially when guys are drunk and they'll come up afterwards and tell you some terrible joke. You don't want to yeah. make them angry. Yeah, I mean, then you know, I, hit I know. you. I know. Wh- you know, whisk against your tits. Oh, I know. I know. I think there should be. I think it's funny when bands that didn't have a, a, a lot of hits do a best of album. They have to kind of fill it out. My friend has a theory. You know, we've we've talked about Steve Mazon. He's just oh yeah, he's great. The audacity of a of a band like say Van Halen or whoever, where they add two hits to their canon of songs, and they add two new songs. Like those are going to keep up. Like yeah, we know what the next two. Yeah, it's like greatest. This will be the greatest. One of the greatest hits. It the audacity. I mean, that's, I love that. If you haven't seen Steve Mazon, you got to check him out. Yeah. He's a hilarious comedian. I, you know, I think that's exactly right. I mean, also greatest hits. What about just great hits? That's yeah. a, I, I need to. I need yeah. to really. I want to release something that's just great hits. Yeah. Because greatest. What if you come up with better hits? We should do a worst of. We should do a worst of box set. I would love that. Yeah. I would love whoever. If somebody wants to help put together the worst of box set, uh, we'll pay you. And I'm talking yeah. big money. I'm talking yeah. McFlurries. Oh, I'm absolutely. talking in the hundreds of dollars. Yeah. I mean, I, by the way, the best the, the the Motel Six. By the way, the Motel Six is. It's kind of cool. I mean, it, you kind of get back to your. Your, your primordial roots. It's almost like a caveman type experience, but you do have yeah. you have to, you do have the towels, you do have the hot shower, and you do have a lot of bikers uh, sitting outside their room smoking and not putting any shirts on the entire weekend. They were really shirtless bikers. The the, the bikers that's a were real sh- biker. The bikers sure. were shirtless all weekend, mm. like just from the moment they got there. It really wasn't about the bikes. Um, they probably should have just taken a taxi over to the Motel Six. And just sat outside and smoked and drank and basically uh, looked at each other's tattoos. There was, yeah. It had nothing to do with the biking from what I saw. Well, you know, I think the biker culture is more about the culture. But I made some friends and I'm a part of a Did gang. You? Now. I'm a part of a gang. Now. What's the name of the gang? Yeah, it's called. Uh, it's called. Uh, uh, let me whips? just try to remember. I was part of a game called it's Snipper actually, Whips. It, it's, it's called the uh, Moose Knuckles. The moose knuckles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good because you yeah. guys got you, you guys got those leather pants. <laughs> I was part of one called the uh, snipper whips, and it was people that would just. We were young whips that would snip at you. I'm Maytay, and this is this is a forty thousand dollar costume. Yeah, but look at this. This is all real human hair, and I got the hair myself. It's usually a fifty thousand dollar costume, but I got ten grand off by providing my own. Human hair. Yeah. So you actually I just had to shave. Your, yeah. What I did is I went and I offered free haircuts to the elderly on a yeah. Wednesday yeah. about, uh, I, Jesus, I'd say about 15 and a half years ago. <laughs> and I took them and instead of the, you know, most of them were senile. Instead of giving them a cut, I just shaved it all off into a bucket and, uh, and brought my own stuff. So, uh, you know, this is my suit. I, what, I try. I go as Maytay. Why are you? We want to give people something to believe in. Oh, we want, okay. People need Loch Ness yeah. monsters and you know Sarah Palin's and all, all those sort of these mythical beasts. Yeah, these mystical, disgusting yeah, mythical creatures. Nancy Grace. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to bring this up, but a couple of the guys, uh, the the guy who plays Sasquatch and the yeah. guy who plays uh, what was the thing you said after me? Uh, Kikumba. Yeah, the, the great guy, bear, the Himalayan beast, the Himalayan Yowie, beast, Raksha. So the Himalayan beast and Sasquatch both think, and I, I disagree, but they think that Nancy Grace is another guy. 
Really? It's one of these guys. They think it's a fictional thing. Yeah, they think that he's wearing a suit that is uglier and more disgusting well, than any of ours. I, I don't know if you recall when, when Nancy Grace held you hostage and whipped you and did some horrible things to you. Uh, in her chamber well, I of wondered, death. But I wondered about remember, that. Do you I, remember anything like that? Do you I remember, remember her being a man? I remember two things. Yeah. I remember her the strength and force with which she whipped me. And just the sheer ugliness or the odor No, of I remember she turned around at one point and I was like, is that a fucking zipper on the back of her neck? Mm-hmm. But I just thought, you know, she's so disgusting. She probably mm-hmm. fell asleep on her parka. Yeah. Woke up the zippers in the, in her, the fat of her neck. <laughs> you know, she has a book that came out. Really? Someone tweeted it to me. What's yeah. it called? Yeah. Um, I don't take no for nothing answers. <laughs> I'm not going to read it. Be I'm afraid. Be very afraid. Lots yeah. of people are trying to kill and rape. Is that the name of it? <laughs> it's horrible. It's She's a horrible person. God, I don't she want to talk about her right the now. culture of fear. All right, yeah, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. You know, get get some scratches. Get a, get a branch. Just uh, you know, scratch yourself with it in some really tender areas. My favorite backpacking story just so you know the dif- differentiation between backpacking and car camping this never could have happened on a car camping trip right i uh uh climbed uh, 10 miles into the wilderness of colorado with my buddy todd Ooh, i like it and we climbed up to the top of a Why mountain did I sound like that Ooh, i like it well because you are so uh, can I take off this suit? Yeah, take it I, off it's you need so to. hot uh, that's so weird you have a mate suit underneath yeah. It's strange. Well, this and this one's a lot of lycra. people wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah lycra suit. So you climb ten miles. Now the goal was uh, there was a hot springs on the top of a mountain, uh, right near the top, and we had heard great stories about it. Yeah. So we climbed ten miles uh, into the wilderness, and sure enough, uh, there was a hot tub, and people were sitting naked in a giant uh, natural springs. Wow! And uh, it started to snow, so, so I you spent hike the night. all this way to see a bunch of middle aged naked. No, no, no. There was there was some mountain people. And I say that lovingly. It started to snow, and I didn't have really a lot of gear for the snow. We didn't really have a tent. Right. So I spent the entire night in the hot tub. No. And, uh, yeah, just because it was warm in Did you sleep in it or not? I didn't sleep in it, but I actually, uh, I actually, I, <laughs> there were some really good-looking girls. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> actually tried, to, tried to rub one out in the hot tub, but I was not able to come to fruition. I wasn't. I, I was too, it freaked me out too much. The water was murky, by well, the way. That's because you're coming I to fruition try, instead of coming to climax. I did try to... Uh, uh, to, to to you know to have and a morning notice, jack. I I tried to have a morning they, jack. They, did, they the, didn't notice that your shoulder was sort of moving violently back and forth. No, I was I was I might have been rubbing against a branch. I'm not sure. Right. So why are there branches? The story gets in the better. The story gets better. By the way, by the way, it gets really actually quite gruesome. But um, <laughs> gross. So I I um, I'm surprised I've never told you the story because I haven't it really heard. It kind of shaped my life a little bit. Huh. Uh, it kind of changed the way I, I see the world, but. So I tried, you know, there were some girls in the hot tub. Uh, I, I just tried to kind of, in any event, that didn't work, that part right, of the equation. Right, right. Uh, spent the night in there. About a week or two later, I started to experience uh, some problems in my uh, uh, ball region. I, every time I would uh, have an orgasm, it was like I was... It was like I was passing an, an elephant through no, the tip of my true. penis. It yeah. hurt? It was extremely painful. Now, I have to admit, right here on the show, it's a nature episode, by the way. Yeah. There was something kind of pleasurable about it, because after I passed this thing out, of, then I'd feel good. There'd be a release. Mm. So I like kind of liked it. passing a kidney stone. It was kind of like passing every time I'd have an orgasm. Went to the doctor, and apparently something uh, that evening in that hot tub had crawled into my no. penis and was living in my ball. No. Yeah. And uh, if you know, so 
I had to take some really strong antibiotics. So strong. I, I love that like, you're in, if you're in a hot tub or a hot springs, <laughs> if you're in a hot springs long enough, yeah. just some organism is like, you know what? There's it's, no way this is a penis. Yeah, no one would it keep it down be. here no that one long. Would stick, no this one would, has got to be a hollow branch. No one would try. I go right in. A morning jack you probably, this long. You probably should have been rubbing against that branch. <laughs> <laughs> so something crawled in. And so they said, look, we only have one shot at this. I remember the doctor saying that. He said, this is a really serious thing. We have one shot at and, this. And did he? What, what was his sort of? You know, did he, it's a, he some seen kind anything of like this before? It was some kind of bacteria. Uh, sure. Um, he actually kind of laughed and said, "You know, I spent most of the '60s in that same hot tub." I, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> he had a mustache and a medal. <laughs> he actually broke out a, a scrapbook of pictures of him <laughs> with uh, some of the greater Colorado and all the different bacteria. Yeah. So um, I had to take this really strong. Uh, Madison Cipro, I guess, is the strongest antibiotic. Yeah, and like I can't even go out in the sun, or, or I, I would burst into flames. Like it was, it was a pretty serious antibiotics, and it, and it went away. I've been fine ever since. And, that's uh, so crazy. There that's are those the that believe thing. there are those that believe that that's why I only have nine toes, but that had nothing to do with it's it. It's so scary to think of something going up your honey stick hole. Well, you, you know, you remember the bot fly story. Yeah, I mean that's you, why the bot fly story things. meant nothing to me. It, animals like to somehow try to burrow into my body. I know. That's what it is, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so that's one. That that was uh, that was one of my one of my favorite stories. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you weren't, uh, you know, eating or uh, yeah, while you were listening. If you're eating while you're listening, I don't know. I mean, I guess take little bites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because there's always that risk. Let's move along. Yeah. Alcoholics, it's okay in here! Exclamation mark, <laughs> question mark, colon. Uh, and I'm not talking about the punctuation. I'm saying an actual human colon. Uh, five hours ago, you wrote, I don't trust any car dealer who does the credit check with a palm reading. Yeah. That's pretty fun. I mean, there are a lot of things, a lot of car dealer situations that I, I wouldn't be able to trust. Well, I just feel like car dealers are getting more... Uh if they're doing the credit check with 20 questions, the you reason can't I wrote trust that, that is my wife dealer. and I took our car uh, in for to, to be serviced, and this is before I went to Alaska, but somehow I was just able to tweet it mm-hmm. five hours ago. But um, he he was he was a really like of the earth car dealer, mm-hmm. and he was saying things like, "I mean, your car just kind of knows when the time and when the." You know, when it's time, you know, he was like talking like it was a mystical car thing. Like, like the car is going to decide for us what's going on. Look, dude, we brought the car in to be fixed. Not to Uh, be told that cars have their own sort of Yeah, they have their own like life force going on, their own solar energy. And you know when a car Um, tells you it needs to be fixed when the check engine light turns off. It's 1988 (laughs) and I'm a comic and a blazer. Do you like my jokes? They all sound like other people's Joe Yokes. (laughs) Don't you think presumptuous is a little bit of a big word for an eight-year-old? It's 1989. Folks, folks, my car stopped running. Turned out it was out of gas. Folks, folks. Ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Fellas, take a break. Ladies, you ever been in a car? You're like, this thing's so slow, and then you find out it's a bicycle? (laughs) Folks, my car is so slow, mosquitoes are hitting the back window. Mosquitoes hitting the rear window. You sound That's a visual. so deceivingly like a woman. I mean, I, if, I, if you call me and you talk like that. Have I made I, things clear I, enough? I, I, mosquitoes 
breaking the back window. You sound like somebody named Mrs. Withers. That's how slow. And they're like, hurry up, mister. Folks, my car is so non-existent. It's just cinder blocks. That's it. It's just four cinder blocks. You ever, folks, folks, my car is so shitty. The cinder blocks that it's you been resting it, on. You sound like, like a woman. The cinder blocks that's on are like, what's up with this? <laughs> what's such a I love it when jokes don't even have a real joke. There's no punchline at all. Oh, yeah. What's up with this? I worked with somebody recently that his joke was like, uh, it wasn't what's up with this, but he was I like. asked my car how he was feeling. He said, that's what she said. <laughs> he goes, he goes uh, yeah. The, my dealer told me the car. See, I can't even do it. My dealer told me that the car, I'm Mrs. Withers' sort of transgender friend, Mistina Withers. Where it's you used to be sisters. Now we don't know what the hell we are. Folks, I got to tell you, ladies, take a break. Fellas, go out with them. Just everybody get out of the room and let me tell this joke to myself. With the car, the car will tell you uh, that it needs to be serviced, and then it'll tell you it also like you to service its buddy Jim. And I'm talking about a car bachelor party, ladies. This is a metaphor. For sex. This is not a drill. <laughs> we got to start saying that more as comedians. Yeah. This is not a drill. Yeah, go, hey, uh, in case you were wondering that last joke, this is not a drill. It's Which, actually happening. I don't want to say condoms I, suck, but I feel like I have a glad three-ply on my cock. The guy, the Call guy, me Tom Bosley. The guy that I, was talking to, or that I was talking about, he said he would go, hey, yeah. Trojan Magnums? Yeah. What? That was kind of like his joke. I mean, there's more joke. to it, but he was like, "What are those all about?" I got to tell you, I my you know some guys tell me this is a couple months ago. This guy comes up to me after a show. He goes, uh, "Hey, uh, if you need any Trojan Magnums, uh, that's the only thing I carry." I said, first of all, it's weird to tell another guy you've got condoms on you. Who are these people you're made of? I mean, last time I saw you when I was doing your taxes on my abacus, Mm -hmm. which is broken now, by the way. That's partially why I'm out here. That's how much money I made last year. Broke my accountant's abacus. (laughs) Folks, you you sound so much like a woman... That I closed my eyes for a second, and I thought Cash had left and a woman had well, arrived. Well, I, I got to be honest, and I, you don't give me a lot of credit for my acting ability, but I was in uh, Big Mama's house two and three. Really? Yeah, I was Big Mama. A lot of people don't know that. Really? Yeah. I yeah. thought Martin Lawrence Not was... inside the costume. Oh, it was just yeah. his head, and you're yeah. the body, and, yeah. the, and he was voice. just riding. My he, voice. You were giving him a piggy. He's actually riding. Yeah, he was actually riding on top. Give me a piggyback. Yeah, I, you know, I gave Martin Lawrence. This is. Uh, I hate to do showbiz stories. Yeah, and name drop. No it. problem. We're out in the wilderness. No one's listening. I gave Martin Lawrence a piggyback ride from Burbank, California, all the way to San Diego, and they're soon going to have a railway system with a loop de loop that gets you there. But I got to tell you. He is the heaviest black comedian I've ever had on me. And I thought Big Mama's house was sort of all that. I mean, yeah. you, you, you had some prosthetics for him to be on your back, but he has really gained some weight. I mean, he weighs about 290 pounds. Mm. 
And I, I remember that, too, because Ed O'Neill called me and said, what the fuck? I, I, TJ promised me a piggyback ride. I wanted to give it to him, but uh, Martin... Uh, Mar- to, to, to downtown Burbank, and I had to take him. I was about halfway to San Diego when I turned around and I go, Martin, you weigh a Martin! <laughs> and he didn't think that was... He just didn't think it was funny. Uh, Desiree D's yeah. Rose. Give a koala bear squat on your face while at, you're sleeping. At D's Rose, yeah. At D's yeah. Rose writes, Het nieuwe glomaske is ut probren van de Douglas. Uh, hashtag hutavabettering. Hashtag new product. Hashtag maskers. And I just, I've got to reiterate, whatever language this is, if it's Denmarkian, if it's Finlandish, uh, we, I, I, I just yeah. don't understand it, and so yeah. please stop. Yeah, know? I'm glad you keep reading those. That's uh... well, this guy Yokama Kapuras wrote V is Fath Tema Galarea hashtag maskers. I don't understand that at all. Um, but but you know to do a real a real maskers, uh, Nick Jones mm-hmm. Lane at three sixty. Okay, L A N E. Okay. Uh, writes Cash Levy. I want to know if this mask makes my face look fat, but I don't want T.J. Miller to lose his mind. You? Uh, oh shit! Oh no! Make I angry? Make I angry? Ah! It's not about masks. It's ask the masters. We made the decision to call it maskers. We made about 3,000 buttons. Look at this picture of this guy with this mask on here. It's worth looking up. Go to him. I mean, not only does it make his face look fat, it makes his beard look like his neck is fucking his hair. We lost, we lost, we lost your audio, I think. They are now Better? Yeah, now TJ, you're uh, we lost my I got audio. So angry. The pine, he got so angry, some of the pine cones got crushed, and now I see some hikers in the distance. Use that what? anger. Go off into the forest and scare the shit out of them. Okay, I'm leaving. i got to zip this back okay, up. Thanks for coming, TJ. Thank you for having me. Hey, Goodbye, everybody. We love you, the 12 and a half. Listen, come and see us live. Yeah, sack it up. You know? Goldfinger. <laughs> do, do, do. The man with the... Golden gun. Golden gun. That was a tiny opinion. We're gonna we're we're jumping all around the clock tonight. I we love have it. to. Uh, we're gonna have to move it around to a, a masker. Not a masker. We're gonna move around to something that's tentatively uh, titled Tweedle Eyes. Okay. And are there any other names uh, for it or anything? Well, like that? Uh, some people sh- think it should be called Once More unto the Tweets, dear friends. Once more. And there aren't any other things that people consider uh, calling. Well, it? other people like Taking to call it. it, it the- uh, oh, there's that. Yeah, there's that one. Oh, there's a tweet at, tweet at. There's that one. Uh, so that's one. Um, some people say, to tweet what it takes to survive. <laughs> to tweet things that'll make a billy goat puke. <laughs> uh, it, some people say that. Oh, like know, a, instead of a billy favorite. goat puke, a billy goat cute. Yeah, b- b- to tweet cute things billy, that a, make a, a billy cute, goat cute. Cute billy goat. Um, my favorite, actually, give a Billy Go to Bo. I don't think a lot of people that know makes this. It cute. A lot of people don't Little know this bow. about me, but my personal favorite is uh, taking it to the tweets. Get it to the tweets. And you you sent out a tweet which made me remember uh, just what a great guy you are. You wrote at not TJ Miller. Welcome, mm-hmm. new followers. I left a ham hawk in the ice box. 
and some salmon cream in the butter shelf. Thinks that's stupid? Unfollow. And this is the kind of guy you are. I mean, um, you know, I'm not worried about fame changing you because you're the kind of guy that leaves a ham hock in the icebox. I don't even know what a ham hock is. I mean, a ham hock is, is that, a hawk of ham. Is that like a ham. hawk that has sex with a pig? No, it's like... Like a hawk that, that fornicates with a ham? I There Basically, is nothing funnier than the idea of a hawk with just a pig's head. A hawk face. having sex with a pig. That's kind of gross. Yeah. Because I imagine he's flapping his wings when he climaxes. Who would be the aggressor in that situation? I think the hawk. So the hawk is raping the I think the, the hawk pig? is behind the pig. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Which should be an expression. Uh, hey, listen, the, the hawk, hawk is behind the pig. And the by hawk, that, I mean, I instead of wearing the pants, the hawk's behind the pig on this one. Jeez. Instead of instead of wearing the who's wearing the pants in the relationship? No, the who's uh, who's the hawk behind the pig? Who's the hawk and who's, who's the, the pig? Yeah, I like that. You're that means that you're in you're in trouble. The hawk is behind the pig. You know, this is not going to go well this afternoon. Johnson, you have your PowerPoint presentation ready. Uh, the hawk is behind the pig on this one. I mean, it is about to... A pig is about to be brutally raped by a bird of prey. Well, how about this? How about Johnson replies, The hawk is in position, sir. Let's proceed. You know? I... <laughs> That's what he'd say, too. I think for sure. Yeah. Let's proceed is very funny. Yeah. Thus I, we proceed. I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He has some salmon cream in the butter shelf. So all I'm saying is you're actually offering food to your Twitter followers. Well, and I, yeah, and I, that's the kind of guy you are. I leave. I try and leave something in the refrigerator for them in case they can find out where I live and, and sort of what I'm up to and get into my house and get into the refrigerator, which has a lock on it, because if it don't, then daddy has got hot fingers and cold <laughs> butter. You know what I'm the saying? The man with the hawk behind the pig. <laughs> that's, the next, that's the next one. Hawk fingers. I, I think it's more, you know, I, Twitter is very interesting for me, if only because people really don't, you know, I don't get a ton of retweets. And one time I was talking to somebody about that, and they said, well, there's no re- there would be no way to retweet what you're tweeting because out of context it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's not on your feed, it doesn't make a ton of sense. I think that's why people have problems. <laughs> Describing or listening to our entire show, <laughs> I think that's exactly right. Because <laughs> even when people ask me about it, I'm like, "Well, there's there's some. It, it's uh, you know, we kind of you got to listen. Yeah, that's you what you gotta, end up saying. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, you got to listen and figure. And I feel like it's not for everybody. It's really uh, not. But it, it really doesn't I, I seem guess, to be. For I guess anybody. that's what I'm saying. It doesn't seem to be for anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't. It's it's only for twelve and a half people. <laughs> uh, I, I just I feel like. You know that tweet is more about something I feel in general, which is like, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make people laugh, and I hope that you're one of them. But if you're not, then that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. you don't need, you don't need to. Uh, I, I, I can't make everyone laugh, so I don't. It's like need sometimes to. on stage, I'll say I brought a, a large amount of cans of funny and spoons for everybody. So grab a ladle and let's eat. That's it, often how when I is it, When shows. is a spoon a ladle? Isn't a spoon just the smallest ladle? Hmm. Yeah. 
I think it is. Yeah. It's the it's smallest, flattest nail. It's, it's, it's almost a handle that was attached to a dish. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. The smallest, tiniest dish. We don't talk about ladles enough. I feel like we, we should We, we went episode. through it, and we need, to, we need to get back on track with the ladles. Yeah. Put a handle on it and call it a ladle. <laughs> uh, Clay Lloyd writes... What do you get your girlfriend for her birthday when she says, don't get me anything? It feels like a trap. Mm. And it is a trap. Would you agree? Yeah, it is. They really do. Is. Everybody wants a gift. Everybody yeah. wants a gift. They yeah. want it. I actually just had Cherbel said to me, I, there's a six-month kibosh on getting me any sort of uh, gifts. And I, I just bought her uh, I just, I, I bought her three gifts today. Really? Yeah, because I think that's a lie. Yeah, they want the gifts. This is where we've talked about this. Pre-gifts are really important. Yeah, you have some stocked away. You got to have gifts to be able to give out. And and I I have a I have an extra closet with just a lot of different dresses. Here's here's a great uh, trick of every size, just in case (laughs) I meet a girl that needs a dress. Summer frocks. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, maybe this is practical. I have a store out behind my place. Just it's a, a dress. It's a it's barn. A dr- it's, a it's a dress barn. barn. It's, it's a dress barn. I go out there, grab the gift. It's necessary. Cash is the type of guy who's like coming to my store, and you're just in there with a fucking horse and a barn bale and hay. <laughs> uh, here's a practical living. Give two gifts always. The first gift should be good, but not great. Mm. And the second gift should be the one that you wanted to buy in the first place. Uh, interesting. That way it why always the, makes the, the second one? gift yeah, but why look not great. The first one's just a real big disappointment. Uh, oh, you I really like, go for disappointment. Yeah, I think you go almost for a gag gift. The first gift is so bad. I gave a girl a... I don't know, the head of a pig. You know, something yeah, like really I gave a girl bad. a strainer full of gravel. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. right afterwards, I gave her... Uh, Another strainer. Yeah, well, that was actually me, and I was yeah, I was a little pissed off. Well, you were wearing gift. one of the dresses from your barn in a wig. But actually, I have it tabulated here in your taxes. Um, you actually gave uh, no money to gifts last year, so that's good. You're on track there. You and just had to, you know, the 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 tether. I, I really the tether. Was that's more right. That's what thought. got me. The yeah, tether the space got jack me. really did you in. You know, a space jack can can be a, a challenger like experience. <laughs> To be a real challenger. Yeah, and that's actually in a little placard inside the uh, uh, Nas- the Nassau headquarters. The Nassau headquarters. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. TJ, I got to get back to your taxes. So and I got to get out of here. Yeah, please I, it was get out so of fun. your own house, and so that I can. Finish I, I am going to leave, here. and it is weird that you told me I can't be in the house while yeah, you do please, my taxes. Get out of here. I also, I'm kind of marking my territory. What is, what is that that you're doing the taxes on? What? Is, oh, it's an abacus. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I don't have a calculator. I use an abacus. And uh, my abacus is pretty tired from this whole experience. You know, there's a calculator on your phone, right? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't know how to work that. I don't know how to work that uh, button. You know, that, that I don't know how to get to that. I'm not, you know, I'm not technologically that sound, folks. I got a rotary dial, huh? Hey, no, no one's heard that one before. It's an eight year old that doesn't know how to use it. It's on itself. Find the two jokes. You 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 super glued a rotary. <laughs> To the front of your phone. I super good at rotating down to my cell phone. Thanks for thanks for thanks coming for and visiting me. me while I do my your taxes. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. Now leaving nerdist.com.